Hey, it's Danny, Chief Ruckus Maker at Better Leaders, Better Schools. And this summer, we are hosting a live event. And I'm here to tell you all about it in today's podcast. My friend Mitch Weathers over at Organized Binder is going to interview me. And just we're going to talk about what we have planned for you. It's a really special, special time just for Ruckus Makers. The guiding question that is, uh, yeah, guiding, <laughs> guiding the event, what would be possible If you were operating at your personal best consistently day after day, what would be possible on your campus? I think that's a really powerful and interesting question to noodle on. And so anyways, we're going to help you answer that. At the live event, we've got some really special stuff planned, including whitewater rafting. We'll talk about the results you'll expect, all this kind of stuff. Anyways, if you want to attend, you need to act fast. Uh, There's only 50 tickets available, 28 as the time of me recording this on January 30th. Uh, 28 have been spoken for, 22 remain, the event will sell out. So if you go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Denver 2023, so Denver 2023, you can learn more about the event, you can register for the event and secure that spot. All right. So thanks so much for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. This show is for you, a ruckus maker, which means you're invested in your continuous growth. You challenge the status quo and you design the future of school now. We'll be right back after some messages from our show sponsors. How to recruit, develop, retain, and inspire outstanding individuals and teams to deliver on the vision of your school in leading people. A certificate in school management and leadership course from Harvard. Get started at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizeBinder.com. All right, what's up, everybody? This is, uh, you know, the the Danny and Mitch show, a.k.a. the BLBS podcast. And this is going to be a different type of episode. Uh, Mitch is back, but he's going to be interviewing me, which is pretty cool. If you don't know Mitch, he's a great friend of mine. We have uh, two red hats that we like to wear, and we should, uh, if you don't know that story, we're not going to tell it again. You know, we were talking about an awesome uh, series of workshops. They're still going on, right? Like, did they just start or they're about to start? Started last week, the 25th. The next one is this Wednesday. Oh, okay. Can people still sign up? Absolutely. All right, everybody. Uh, Organizedbinder.com slash e. F as an executive function. Okay. And it's totally free, five-part series. And don't worry if you missed one, we got a recording, but we also start each. They're 45-minute episodes, so they're kind of a sprint, um, but we'll review the previous topics before. So organizedbinder.com slash EF. Come join right. us, check and, it out. And you know, this show is about me, so but I'm going to give you a few more minutes. Uh, no, that's it. Like people, what, what, no. What will people? What will people get? Like, what's the result? Why should they sign up? Oh, good question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, what we are really focusing in on this isn't just a, a like a an informational session. Um, it really yeah. is how to the 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 three pillars of how to teach executive functions. 
um, which is clarity, modeling, and establishing a predictable routine, learning routine. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm not just going to talk about those things. I'm actually going to model and, and show people actual um, student samples, teacher samples, feedback about how to make this a reality. Awesome. So it's free. Go to organizedbinder.com slash EF, sign up. And, and, you know, that's actually my favorite part when I'm reading the sponsor read. Thank you for sponsoring the, the podcast. Uh, the most downloaded podcast, you know, in, edu- in education, maybe even in the almost the world, it's in the top 0.5%. Like people don't get that. Oh, Not crazy. just in education, everywhere, 0.5%. But anyways, when I'm reading your sponsor read, I love when I get to the part, it's a consistent and dependable classroom routine. You know, what's that worth to you, right, Ruckus Maker? Like, what's that worth to you, classroom teacher, to be able to show up and offer a consistent and dependable classroom routine? Your kids deserve it. You deserve it. Uh, it just makes everybody else, you know, that much more successful. So anyways, yeah, organizedbinder.com slash EF. Mitch is the guy who, you know, talks about executive functioning. And that's, uh, and he's a good friend. And so this is all about the red hats, though. And <laughs> why we were laughing is... So we were wanting to promote this series of workshops and somebody wrote into Mitch and he's like, the dude loved the red hat story. So I'm just putting that out there as a teaser. So if you haven't heard Uh, this uh, episode, go back and listen to that episode. Hear more because Mitch does talk. Yeah. And and it unpacks, you know, executive functioning a lot and encourages people to to sign up for the uh, workshop. But we tell our red hat story which is totally worth the listen in itself. Yeah. Okay. Now we're really here to talk about uh, a new live event coming up. So I'm going to, yeah. I mean, you're going to ask me questions. So what, what do you got? What do you want to know? <laughs> well, I'm excited in general for your event um, that's coming yeah. up. And you know that I was obviously at, uh, was it the first one? I was going yeah, to say the, the last one. one, but the last one, I was in New Mexico. One with with ruckus makers and it was it was it was it was amazing it truly was and for so many so many levels so many reasons and even though i know denver's coming up but i just want to hear what you have planned so if you could kind of just take us because i don't know a whole lot about what you got cooking yet um and i'm assuming people who are listening in don't either so if you could kind of go from uh kind of a high level you know uh, view of the whole thing um, and tell us what you have planned for all of us ruckus makers. Yeah. Well, when it comes to cooking, do you know that I make my own hummus back at home? Like here, right? I do. I, do. I, I think maybe visit. I should give out. Well, you, you do need to visit, uh, but maybe like a special, a special bonus for coming to Denver. I'll give everybody my, my hummus recipe. So I'm just, if you like hummus, come to the event. Maybe, I'm going to give you the recipe. Maybe a mini cookbook. You could throw in a few of your other recipes because I know you cook quite a bit. That would be a fun little bonus. So, you know, it's funny that you're bringing that up because uh, D-Money, who's not too far from you up there, uh, Northern California, once I gave my members my mom's uh, famous French toast recipe. And, uh-huh. and he, he's cooked it. He's cooked it for his family. And his boys love it. His, his kids love it too. He has a daughter as well. But he's also cooked it for his staff who also love it. And that's what makes it, you know, world famous uh, French oh toast. Gosh. So I think, I think we are onto an idea here. I don't know if I have enough time to put together the book and have it printed. But 
help remind me. You'll get my mom's famous French toast recipe. You'll get my homemade, also world world famous hummus recipe. And not only that, you're going to get a brand new framework that I'm teaching uh, ruckus makers and leaders for the first time, which I'm calling the leadership optimization compass, right? And so, yeah, you know, part of it is one of my favorite quotes comes from Seneca who says, um, basically, if you don't know to which, to which port you're sailing, no wind is favorable. And I, I, I shared it at the vision event too, but to me, it's, it's compass is about direction. You know, so this event's not about vision, but it's about direction. It's about optimizing your personal direction, right? So a lot of us go to events and it's like, oh, cool. Let me learn how to do professional learning communities better. And you should, or let me, let me go learn about executive functioning and all this stuff's good. Grading, right? Discipline, restorative practices and stuff. This event is, has one focus, you, the individual leader, because, you know, uh, as this culture wall says behind me, when when you get better, everybody wins, right? JFK said, "When a rising tide, uh, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats." So it's all about you getting better because your community will will benefit. And if there was a guiding question, the guiding question would be this: What would be possible if you were operating at your personal best consistently every day next year? What would be possible on your campus, right? That kind of question excites me, and we're going to figure out the answer at the live event. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure you have questions about what makes it special, how is it different and stuff, but we've, we've got some really cool stuff planned for Ruckus Makers. Interesting. Well, I, I come, again, coming off of New Mexico and my experience there, um, I can only imagine it's going to be, it's going to be a, a life changer and a game changer. And that's, that's, that even intrigues me as I'm not a school leader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by choice, no offense, everybody. Um, but uh, <laughs> I have the privilege of working with, a, you know, school and district leaders every day all around the country. And it's rare when you meet somebody who seems like they're, they're operating at their, their personal best which has so many different facets to it. Um, That's not Mm -hmm. just a work thing, right? Operating at your personal best. So I could, I I would hope for any, any leaders out there that at the very least is just intriguing that, that, because I do think that's possible. I have met individuals that I think are in that space, Um, but it's such a big job. I get it. The, The challenge there, but I love compasses. I love the, 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 the kind of analogy that provides, will you, take a deeper dive for us specifically or we is that am i pulling back the cover too early on that but the the optimization compass tell us yeah. tell us a little bit more about that well sure so there's four parts to the to the framework mitch and uh you know if you think about compass when i'm thinking about up here the brain that kind of stuff that's mindset right so that's your head uh when i think about my gut you know i'm, I'm thinking about relationships right and feeling full don't, doesn't a great relationship like just fill you? You know what I mean? And so um, that's something I think about. Uh, I'm right-handed, so it doesn't matter, you know, is it east, west or whatever, but part of it's vitality and our physicality, you know, to be honest, and I'll, I'll share some statistics at the event and that kind of thing to really shock and wake people up. But I know school leaders neglect their health, their physical health. Right. There's a real cost to this and it's not good. Right. So I, I want to uh, wake people up 
and start making a plan about how you're going to really take care of yourself. You know, school leaders need somebody to say that. And that's how I show up, you know, in this world. And then the last part too, um, the heart, at least for me, now, now we're talking about awareness and the inner journey, right? So it's four parts, mindset, relationship, your physical vitality, and your, your inner journey, your, your awareness. Uh, and that's, that's how it's built. Interesting, man. Well, tell us how, you know, what, what makes, and I know some of this, if there's any parallels from New Mexico, but telling us, yeah. thanks for explaining the, the optimization compass and, and kind of that work, which of course will kind of be the, the fabric of this live event in Denver this summer. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful place, by the way. Great choice. On, on, uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's not in, you know, someplace hot or some, you know, something like that. It'll be gorgeous. But um, what, what, what makes BLBS events different? You know, because, and I can just say, maybe I'm priming this. This is, you know, we didn't plan any of this, everybody, if you're listening. And so we're just kind of chatting here. But um, this is not called the uh, BLBS conference or the Rucker, uh, Ruckus Maker Nation conference. Or it's not that. So tell us what's different. What, why, what stands apart? stands out in this for sure and hey i just want to give a shout out to linda uh, my friend linda and hello linda i miss you and hope you're doing well um she talked about like physical and mental like these costs right ignoring that stuff that actually translates to financial ones later so thank you for for pointing that out linda so what makes things different you know uh i think our experience well i call it an experience number one Cause I'm thinking from start to finish, even from the moment you sign up, but like, how do you experience it in a different way? Like an event and conference, it feels very transactional and you're there and you're gone and, and that's pretty much it. But for me, I know, you know, listen, my mentors always said, you want to be, you have a choice, right? An inch, inch wide and a mile deep or a mile wide and an inch deep. Right. And I would rather focus on depth. And the fact is, many of the conferences that will be available to educators and to ruckus makers this summer, they'll have a million sessions over a handful of days. Uh, it's really interesting on a variety of topics, right? And that's that could be seen as a strength, right? You could you can get a taste of all this stuff, but to me, it it it, uh, it lacks depth. It's shallow, right? You, you don't become an expert in just an hour going to a workshop. So it's like you know, what are you doing with your time? So that's one edge I chose going deep on the leadership optimization compass versus 60 topics, which I could do, but that's just not how I roll. Another main difference too, is, you know, many events available to educators and ruckus makers this summer, there'll be a lot of people, right? And our event is for 50 people. That's it. 50. So I'm that. Yeah. Yeah. And plus my team. So there might be, there'll be like 56 total, but yeah, capping it at 50. Could I do a bigger event? Probably. Right. Um, Will I in the future? Probably not. You know, and why? Well, I, I, I want to have space for relationships to flourish and intimacy, right? I want, uh, individuals who come to get attention from me, from the other, you know, BLBS coaches, from their colleagues. Plus some people, get lost or even like sort of triggered by uh, massive events, right? I know I've gone to big events and I've just seen all the flood of, you know, sea of humanity 
And I was just like, nah. And I've, I've hung out in my hotel room, right? <laughs> Literally, I've done that. And, and so, but to be clear, this is not an event, you know, just only for introverts or something like that. I'm just saying you're going to get personalized, real individual attention that you're not going to get at a larger experience. What's the benefit of a larger experience? There's a lot of energy with a huge crowd, right? Think Lollapalooza, any concert you go to, like, that's pretty cool. But for me, it's like more, you know, the, the stripped back. Does MTV still even do Unplugged? <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't be able to tell so. you. Okay. <laughs> I don't so think so. I was dating. thinking about that actually sometime in the you last know? six months. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, whether it was uh, Nirvana Unplugged or Jay-Z Unplugged, like it's this stripped down, right? Just the lyrics. You with the musician there, you know, and acoustic instruments. It, it has a different feel. And I, I like that. Okay. So that's another difference. We're going to do remarkable stuff, right? So I dare you to name any other event in education where people go learn world-class leadership training, right? And then they go make a moment that they'll remember forever in their life. So here's how I figured it out. Last year in Taos, I sort of made a mistake. Uh, I invited you out a day early so we could hang out, wear our red hats and get some great food. But what do we also do? We went on hikes. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm laughing because that's part of the red hat story. But wasn't that hike a memorable experience, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then after the event, people went home. And the mistake I made too, I, I took my team. It wasn't a mistake to take my team hiking. That was awesome. But we went into this canyon gorge, you know, and you know, saw all sorts of like just amazing stuff. I thought, dang it, this brought us so close, which was cool. And, and I should continue to do team things. But wow, what if we had kept the discussion around vision or kept the experience, brought the event, the experience out into something adventure related, right? And brought people on the hike. That would have, that would have been make everything better too. So this year, Mitch, uh, we are going to go whitewater rafting. Right. So we're heading out west of Denver. We've already I've already booked the tour company. Um, just need to give them a final number, you know, in a few months. And uh, and we're going to go whitewater rafting. Right. Now, I know that not everybody will be comfortable with that. Right. So that's optional. I think most people will say yes. Most people so far have. If they're not doing it, that's then they'll have a day to explore the city or they can go hiking or keep implementing which is another right. difference I'll talk about in just a second. But basically, you know, we're, we're going to go continue to talk about leadership, right? And then whitewater raft. So that, yeah, that final, that final difference, I should have said it before the whitewater rafting, is, you know, when you have a sea of people without individual attention, when you have a million different sessions, right, in shallow versus depth of content, you also are just introduced to ideas. It's not like you're really taking action on them, right? So if you want to create bigger results for your campus, you need to implement. I say ideas are great, but they're not the greatest. What's better than ideas? Taking action. And so we'll have an abundance of space to implement and an abundance of space to network, to hear how others are doing it, you know, and thinking through it. Uh, and it's really something that sets us apart from everything else. Yeah, and I, man, I, I noticed that in New Mexico, one of the things I appreciated... Right was just the pace, kind of the cadence of the time together. And 
not only scheduling, but really kind of honoring time, just space Mm -hmm. and, and having some time for, you know, um, for us in groups to, to hear each other's stories, plan, like get Mm -hmm. ideas on, on, on things we'd learned in the, uh, at the event. And then also time alone, like time, just time. So with with this event, and so I can see that happening just from my experience, what take us even maybe a little bit deeper. I don't know if it's a deeper dive or keep, keep, teasing that out a little bit what results like you know because there is some of that you go i think a traditional conference you're going and it's like i have these goals yeah. in mind and i'm, I'm gonna yeah, have, yeah. call those i learned this it's results what what do you see people walking away from and i also just wanted to echo what you said that that it's not there's it doesn't even sound like the event's meant to have a beginning and an end although it will because it's a live event but yeah, it's yeah. the beginning right. of something new yeah for sure so results, yes, you can expect when it comes to mindset, uh, I'm definitely going to introduce and you're going to start to use different mental models, uh, which will help you uh, expand your ability to recognize challenges on campus and to be able to solve those. So here's a, here's a very easy one, right? <laughs> the other day I'm pulling out of my, my driveway. Uh, it's a relatively busy street, but not crazy. It's not like the interstate. And I just pull out like normal, you know, and there was some guy really booking it down the street. Like you, you're supposed to be going 30, dude's going like probably 55, 60, right? So as I started to pull out, I don't see him, but as I'm pulling out, he's flying, right? And he starts honking at me and tells me I'm number one. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a story that he's telling himself and I'm like the world's worst person or whatever. Uh, But the mental model is like Hanlon's razor, right? And, you know, maybe I teach this at the event, maybe not, but all Hanlon's razor teaches us is this, like often we attribute somebody's decision, like just me exiting my property to go, I, I think I was going to Home Depot with Alba actually to, to look at some new vanities. And uh, he probably thought I was trying to ruin his day, right? Or that I'm some jerk and, you know, evil or whatever. When it was just like, oh, I didn't see him, you know? So often we attribute to people like all these reasons for malice that they were out to get us versus they made a simple mistake or maybe they were incompetent or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's a mental model that you could use. Uh, and there'll be many, many more that we, we're going to discuss and talk about how to apply to make us smarter and make better decisions and more effective as leaders. I think, I know actually, we need resilient, gritty leaders. Obviously, we talk about this a lot, but there's I, this idea of being an anti-fragile leader. Like, what does that mean, you know? But the thing is, is leadership's going to be tough. You're going to have challenges next year. It might be the hardest year you've ever been a leader. That's okay, right? So how do you develop a mindset so you can consistently weather the storm? I don't remember the Marcus Aurelius quote exactly, but in his, in his journal, Meditations, right? He talks about being like the rock. So basically that the waves come and crash and they continue to crash over it, but you are still steady is the gist of the quote. I'm going to teach you how to be steady and weather the storm. And then if there's time, I don't know about this, but there's what I call these 15 choices that 
all the best ruckus makers make in order to optimize their performance. So that's just mindset. Relationships, I won't tell stories. I'm just going to go through the list really quick. But relationships, design and implement a system to manage relationships effectively on campus. So, right, uh, leverage the ripple effect tool. Um, the idea there is when you have a new project initiative or whatever, don't you want that to spread throughout the school and be adopted more readily or a little bit quicker? I've got a tool for that, so I'm going to show you it. And then we're going to share, swap, and steal all the best culture-building strategies that people at the experience have, right? So we're just going to crowdsource like a little little brain trust, right? And make that, uh, make that happen, which is going to be awesome. Vitality and awareness. I'll do this really quick. Review the fundamentals of what I call the ruckus maker mindset tool. And that is all about um, the fundamentals. And we're going to look at, like I said, research from just like our vitality, our health, how that impacts us and how we could build an ideal week, which I'm kind of known for, to support our own thriving in work. And then awareness, we're going to practice mindfulness and investigate our unique leadership experience and what that tells us. People may or may not know, I'm actually going through a two-year program to become a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher, which begins uh, in March. So I'll start bringing those tools, you know, and you know, I went to a seven day mindful, you know, right? Silent day retreat, which was cool. So it helps you as a leader, right? Slows you down. And then finally, there's a, there's a tool Dan Sullivan created that I'm going to introduce called the no wasted experience tool, right? And essentially, how do you learn from the biggest mistakes you make as a leader so that they are A, actually seen as a positive and a growth mindset sort of leverage point and B, uh, you know, what are things within your control so that they don't happen again? You know, history repeats itself if you let it, you know? Right. So those are, those are very concrete results that you can get from coming to the Denver event. So it's obviously going to be, it's going to be pretty epic and it's going to be very different. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. and. And, and I'm coming. If if I think we've talked about this, it's fun to learn more about it. I I, I kind of signed up, whether um, knowing anything or not. And uh, it happens to be my uh, my wife and I are celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary this year. So nice. if I'm here and not traveling with her and and my kids to celebrate, um, I am there. Yeah. But even so, right? Even so, there's going to be some some people that don't get up in time, you know, don't, don't get there and get, make that 50 cutoff. I already, I, I have a very dear friend in Arizona who is a leader in a county office of ed who's signed up and, and she's coming and might even bring some of her team. So people are jumping on board. There's no doubt about it, yeah. but still some won't, right? Some won't. So, yeah. and it, I, I don't like this. I get, the, I get asked this question sometimes on podcasts. It'll be like, so we know this lays the foundation for learning. We know it sets students up for success. Why don't we teach them? Yeah. And I'm always like, I don't know. <laughs> I can help you with that. I don't know. But, but I'm going to ask you that same thing. Like, here's this amazing place, middle of the country, making it, I'm thinking you kind of were strategic there, easier to get to for everybody or yeah. more central, yeah. maybe not easier. Beautiful place if you've never been in the Beautiful Rockies. Place. Um, life-changing events, some won't sign up still. So I'm going to ask you that hard question. Why? You know, there's some things that are out of your control, right? And and those are valid reasons. Uh, I had somebody who who actually signed up and now um, 
her family are coming into town, right? So partner's like, hey, you need to be here type of thing. Oh, all right, shoot. But outside of like that type of stuff, you know, I divide school leaders into two camps, ruckus makers, right? They invest in their continuous growth, challenge the status quo, design the future of school now. And then the other camp is play it safe principles, right? Who really do all their best to protect tradition, not grow themselves, right? They're, they're, they're just fine with how, how things are going and this kind of stuff. Well, anyways, play it safe principles, love excuses. <laughs> That's another differentiator. Ruckus makers don't make excuses. And so these uh, play it safe principles, they'll, they'll just, you know, the easy ones are time and money. I don't have the time to go. I've got too much or whatever, or I don't have the money to go. You know, I can't find it. And uh, it's just simply not true. You know, you always have time. You always have money for stuff that you prioritize, right? And so the the rub is this, Mitch. This event's about you. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't prioritize you getting better? You know what I mean? Like, I have a, I have a hard time with that. And the other thing that actually, like, uh, hurts on an emotional level is, like, I know people will miss out because... Again, we can, we can see it here. When you get better, everybody wins. That's true. I think we can all agree. That's true. Guess what? The opposite is true. If you're not getting better, your campus, your community is losing. You know, and even if you're just maintaining where you're at, I think you're stagnating. Like you're regressing as a leader. Everybody else is starting to lap you. They're getting better. So you have to make a choice. Is it ruckus maker or play it safe principle? You know, if your family's not in town on July 14th and 16th, then you have no excuse. You got to make it work, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you're not in the first 50, then you're in trouble. The other thing I think that, um, and this is a mindset thing, I think all leaders have trouble prioritizing their own development. They'd rather invest in their teachers. I've seen this firsthand, you know, but you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm sure you've, I could have had that made. I say that all the time. And if you don't, again, if you don't prioritize yourself, take care of yourself, like BS is pro principle. We're doing an event that's just about you. It's not about all the other stuff. And so what's going to happen at, at what point are you going to stand up for yourself? At what point do you say yes and do something for yourself? I'm not saying don't do things for others or be a servant leader, of course. I'm saying don't do that and you are the one that always loses. That's not fair. It's not fair actually to the campus. It's actually a disservice to those that you think you're actually prioritizing. You know, um, I, I guess one way to think about it is like, hey, I've got kids, right? And I'm not going to do everything in my power to learn and invest in my ability to be a great parent, you know? And, uh, and so I'm just going to show up as this like adult that isn't aware of what's going on. and has no business like having little young ones to develop and who really suffers, you know, the kids will. So that's the, put yourself first. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. Okay. Well, hey, I'm enjoying this conversation, you know, Mitch, but we got to get in uh, some sponsor reads, including one from Organized Binder. Let's start there. Today's show is proudly sponsored by Organized Binder, founded by this guy himself, the amazing Mitch Weathers. And Organized Binder is a program which gives students daily exposure to executive functioning skills 
like goal setting, reflective learning, time and task management, study strategies, organizational skills, and more. Organized Binder's color-coded system is implemented by teacher through parallel process with students, helping them create, here it is, a predictable and dependable classroom routine, which is why we love Organized Binder. Learn more and improve your students' executive functioning at organizedbinder.com. Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and empower your teams with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Get online PD that fits your schedule. Courses include leading change, leading school strategy and innovation, leading people, and leading learning. Apply today at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. We're back. Danny and Mitch, we should... We should have wore our red hats. I don't know why know. we're not wearing Why didn't we think of that? One of these times, ah. we'll, we'll, we talk about it all the time. And, you know, for a podcast, we should do it. I don't yeah. know. You know, I think maybe if people want to experience us in the red hats, by the way, if you haven't heard that story, go back to the last podcast I did with Mitch. He was talking about executive functioning. Go to organizedbinder.com slash EF and sign up for his free webinar workshops, like five or six. And, goes through executive functioning and it actually teaches you, you know, how to do it in your class. Anyways, we tell our red hat story on that podcast. The only other place you're going to get it is if you come to the live event. We'll have our, we'll have our red hats there. We always do. So we had them in New Mexico. We'll have them in Colorado. All right. Speaking of the last live event and having our red hats, you know, tell us just from like a, like a, I don't know, a ruckus maker experience. You were there live. Why was the event special? To you, Mitch. Yeah, I've actually thought a lot about this, and one of the things that that you've hit on with um, limiting the number that was really special, and and to be honest, kind of intimidating because um, going into that event, I, I knew some people through mastermind interactions um, and just being a part of the Ruckus Maker Nation and knowing you for so many years now. But I didn't know them, right? I didn't know anybody but you. Um, and I kind of showed up really wanting to support you and and be there. But it was it was the intimacy of it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that, I think you could, you know, if it's too small, maybe it's too, you know, that too intimate or something. But that yes. 25 to 50 range, um, it just allowed for continual ongoing, fun, and meaningful conversations. And the other thing is the leaders that were there, it wasn't, it was, there was a diversity of leaders, um, both in terms of role, um, how long they've been leading, type of school, age, gender, ethnicity, race. I mean, it really was for such a intimate group. It was, it was quite diverse. And, and because of the way the event was structured, and I had mentioned this earlier, it just allowed, it was that time piece. And I've talked to, to leaders and educators, you know, I get the opportunity to speak at a lot of conferences. And when you, if you get time to talk to somebody beyond the five minutes after your talk, it's like, hey, I'll stick around if anybody wants to chat. Like if you happen to be sitting where they are at lunch or everything, there's a certain pace, you know, it, it can not actually be kind of fatiguing, even though it's even a positive event. So I just felt like... Mm people could just sit in, in space together and learn 
there would be very like we were asking like what are takeaways um yeah. what's this new um optimization compass that you're unveiling and uh, one thing you are super gifted at my friend is teaching it's one of your um it's truly one of your gifts and i've been in the room now quite a few times when you're teaching or on top of a mountain i've actually been on top of a mountain when danny uh, was giving, <laughs> That's a story was giving too. a talk yeah, that was pretty. We got stuck on the mountain. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Um, but Danny is a great uh, teacher, and I enjoy being in the room whenever you're teaching anything. And so, but it wasn't just that, and then a workshop, and then lunch, and then this, and then this, and then this. It was you would create space for people to dialogue or be quiet by themselves and journal, and then all of that would come back with some time to even share out and debrief right yeah so the it's the process the, it's it's what you were saying it's not the it's not a volume thing it's a depth thing and mm-hmm. you need time time with that work i liked that that what was really special to me in taos and it matters to me as a you know my soul is that nature piece so even mm-hmm. if you don't go whitewater rafting where this is you can be outside and experience yeah beauty and nature. And I think that's important. Um, I would tell everybody the relationships were key, just making friends, not just networking, right. But like people doing good things and all over the place and hearing their stories and getting to know them. And then another thing, kudos to your team or whoever planned it. Hey, everybody, the food was delicious. And I don't know if you've been to conferences where the food's either subpar or not provided that's that's not uh at least that was not the the case in new mexico again i haven't asked you about all this in denver yet i'm only assuming there'll be your hummus some french toast but maybe some other food too (laughs) those recipes (laughs) for sure yeah this time um so i decided to drop the price of the ticket to make it more accessible you know uh so the 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 meals actually won't be included like it was last time but that it's 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 less expensive. Um, okay. However, there's incredible food all around, and there'll be options to dine together. It's just not going to be the all inclusive, you know, type of like package that we had. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. And to be quite honest, too. So this is a leadership lesson. I'm glad you brought it up. I'm not ashamed to admit this. Um, it was very stressful putting that all together, right? So in terms of saying, hey, your room is included, your food's on, like. That's nice, you know, because there were no decisions to be made. You know, do you eat meat, not eat meat? Like it was pretty easy in that sense. But for me, logistically and operationally, it was more stress than I wanted to absorb. And so sometimes here's the leadership lesson for the ruckus maker watching or listening. Often we think we have to add more and more and more to make an incredible whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, oh, I'm going to mess it up. I'm not sure if it was, I think it was Michael, no, it was Leonardo da Vinci. He said, perfection's achieved, not when there's nothing more to add, but when there's nothing left to take away, right? And so it's like, okay, it's not, less is more. We've heard this a million yeah. times. Right. And so um, in, in this way, people have a little few more options, right? Because the place we're staying at, it's really a baller. It's a baller property. <laughs> yeah. And so- you know, do you want to stay there? That's your choice. Do you want to find a more affordable option or even a swanker? Totally up to you. You could do however you want to roll. But, you know, it's being held at a property called Le Meridian, supposedly has the best rooftop bar in the in the city. 
and you can only imagine what the views are like there in Denver. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome for sure. Yeah, it'll be gorgeous. Denver. I was, I, I was there in the, this last winter for a conference. I would have much rather been there in the summer. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be beautiful. Let's go back real quick. Cause um, I think your guiding question is worth pondering um, a little bit more because that's truly, as I'm hearing you talk, like that's, that's the work. That's the focus. Um, helping people get some clarity around that. Like you, you had said earlier, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't remember. What what would be possible if you were operating at your personal best? Um, yeah, I mean, that, how would you answer that question? What 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 would be possible? There's three areas I want to grow, and so I think. Well, I know operating at my personal best will help will help in these areas. So I'm thinking about impact at scale, right? And I'm not bashful to, to talk about wanting to serve more ruckus makers. And, and we're very tight in how we serve, right? We're very focused. And that's a leadership lesson. Schools get this wrong all the time, trying to be everything to everybody. So at Better Leaders, Better Schools, we do three things, right? We support leaders in the mastermind community, which is a weekly leadership development experience. Uh, then we have the principal success path, and that's a 10-week experience. It has a clear start and end date, and it's project-based, right? There's no projects in the mastermind. There's projects you implement in the principal success path. And we're in week three of, of uh, the path right now. And then the third way we support uh, is through live events. And of course, there's all the free content. But so impact at scale, so scaling all of that. Two, better at developing my team, right? Because... The only way to scale, right, is to build just the best team ever, which I do have, and multiplying yourself and creating space for them to bring their own unique personality, right, and talents and strengths to the table. And that serves our people so well, right? I was actually really scared. You know, in July, uh, I made a crazy decision. And for my birthday, I decided it was Michelangelo. Okay, thanks, Peter. I was just going to say, Peter's fact-checking you. Way to be, Peter. Yeah, no, I, he's a new uh, new friend in the network, so I really, I love that. And so uh, the gift I gave myself was, I have this heart for serving more leaders, and I have to get out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. As the leader of BLBS, as a leader of any organization, you're, you're the greatest opportunity and the chief bottleneck. Mm-hmm. And that chief bottleneck part is difficult for me to swallow. So I, I stepped away from coaching and facilitating the majority of the masterminds, right? And I think at the time we might have had seven cohorts, I think, and I was facilitating four, right? And the fear was if I step away, are everybody else going to step away or are they going to stick around? But, I, you know, my book, Mastermind, became a bestseller. And I said, well, I believe in this idea, in this idea of transforming education it's not about Danny, right? It's not the Danny show. It's got to be about the model and how we serve leaders, right? So fortunately, people didn't leave and it only grew from seven cohorts to 11 cohorts now, Wow! right? We even have one that's that quickly in, a, in a, you know six months. And um, we now have a group, right? That's focused on Europe, uh, Africa, in the Middle East too. Because before they'd have to be up at like two in the morning, three in the morning. That's not sustainable. And now it's a 7 p.m. I think Paris time on Mondays. 
Um, and shout out to Joe, who you know, he leads that group. <laughs> shout out to the whole team. I mean, uh, I couldn't do this, right, without uh, Paige and Jesse and uh, Gene and Kareen. And I don't think I missed anybody there in terms of coaches. Okay, um, so scaling, developing that team, right? Because it's better for those we serve and the only way we can scale. And then focusing on uh, being around for family, right? Because it can be a challenge to turn this thing off. I love it. I could do this all day, every day, right? Nonstop. I think you could too. And so um, I don't want to be that way. And I want to be more there. Even right now, it's my wife and our puppy, you know, Um, but we hope one day to have children in the equation. Um, But even if it's just my wife and the puppy forever, both of them actually deserve more of my attention. So if I'm operating at my best, that's what's happening. Scale, develop team, and being present with family. That's how I'd answer that. I appreciate that, man. And I think, as you always do, the transparency in your own process, I mean, there's life lessons for everybody that'll be in the sure. So what I'm hearing you, and if I had to guess, you'll, this will be about you and your growth too. And, and oh, yeah. there's already obviously takeaways in what you're saying for every school leader. I mean, just, just the family piece alone and, and that right. passion, like I could do this all the time. I mean, I like it all the time, but I'm lead this school or district or network, whatever it is, like I'm passionate about that. But that balance is is key. Well, I I think you and I could probably do this speaking of all day. um, You want to sit around and and, and talk, but what is there? Is there? Let's do it. Don't go. (laughs) I got to go back to work. It's only two o'clock on the West Coast. You've got time. I've got dinner. So I mean, come on, man. (laughs) Speaking of family, what's like, Give us one, you know, one firm, you know, just take away. What do you want to leave the ruckus, the the the, the ruckus maker out there, or the person who's listening in and, and doesn't know anything about it yet, or, and everyone in between? Give us one yeah. departing thought. What would it be like to experience something different, something truly remarkable, right? And to put yourself first in uh, in kicking off right the twenty three twenty four school year that way, right? Remember the guiding question is what would be possible if you were consistently operating at your best? And that's what we're going to answer, help you answer in Denver. So if you go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Denver 2023, you can grab your spot. Full. I think we talked about there's only room for 50. 28 people have actually already signed up and I haven't even been talking about it. If you can't tell, In Jan, in February here, we're going to really be talking about it a lot. This event will sell out and uh, we would love to see you there. It'd be a pleasure to serve you. Thanks for having me on the show, Mitch. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. 
Until then, class dismissed.